I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, managing editor of Healthcare Info Security. The Obama administration recently launched a new public private collaborative to help prevent healthcare billing fraud. A goal of this group is to improve detection of suspicious billing activity and to stop fraudulent billing before fake claims are paid. The voluntary group has 21 participants, including federal and state agencies such as the Department of Health and Human Services, the Department of Justice, and the FBI. Private sector participants include healthcare organizations, associations, and insurers. One of those private sector companies participating is health benefits company WellPoint, Inc. Today I'm going to be talking to Lee Arian, Staff Vice President of Program Integrity and Investigation at WellPoint. Before joining WellPoint in 2004, Lee spent 13 years as an assistant U.S. attorney in L.A. Lee will be talking to us about WellPoint's participation in the new anti-fraud coalition. Hi, Lee. Tell us a little bit about your organization and your role, and also in the context of the background you you have as an assistant U.S. attorney in L.A., what that experience will bring to your work with the coalition. So within WellPoint, uh, I oversee our fraud and abuse team and our provider audit team across the WellPoint enterprise, which consists of 14 blue plans across the country. Uh, we also do business for state-sponsored or Medicaid plans outside of our blue plans. The enterprise is obviously large in scope, uh, and we have teams really divvied up doing special, what we call special investigations, which really is investigations into fraud and abuse. Uh, we have clinical team that's headed by a physician and has nurses on it that uh, provide us with clinical insight into coding and, and billings. And then we have a data analytics team, which is headed by someone who's experienced with actuary and actually has a, a master's in mathematics. So, you know, we have what I'd like to think is a fairly broad expanse of experience within our team to to look at some of the issues related to fraud and abuse. And as I mentioned, I also oversee a provider audit team, which does specific routine audits, is is less about, say, fraud and fraud, but, but may play into the abuse area. With regard to my background, um, as you mentioned, I was 13 years as an assistant U.S. attorney in Los Angeles. And I think what that brings really to the coalition and, and to my job in general is, A, some credibility with with law enforcement agencies, with prosecutive agencies, and B, really an understanding of how to, to work with the government and an understanding of some of the you know, the issues that the government may have in working across with the private sector. Why did WellPoint join the coalition, and what insights about detecting and preventing healthcare billing fraud will you bring to the group? With my background, I obviously have an affinity toward working with the, the, the government, so we joined in, in part because of that, in part because we see it as an important an important role for insurers overall to be connected to 
government efforts to curb fraud and abuse, and and that will, you know, hopefully help our efforts. I mean, again, we're all in it together in terms of saving medical dollars from from misuse. We obviously understand there's a limited supply of of dollars that can go toward medical care, and we all want it to go toward good care and necessary care um, and and not get into the hands of, of those who shouldn't be getting it. So it's important for us to join together on a broad scale. I think there's a lot both the government can learn from us and we can learn from the government. And primarily, I mean, the learnings involve data and what comes out of the data so that you can see aberrancies, you can see outliers across a spectrum, and that will help us identify the few providers that we want to focus on. And, And I say that in, in all seriousness, you know, it is a it is a big problem, but it's a problem limited in nature. The the vast majority of the providers in this country are out there doing a good job and billing appropriately and, and want what's best. But there is a small percentage who are who are taking advantage of of the system. And, and that's where we need to focus our efforts. And if we can bring together the the strength of the government along with some of the data capabilities of private insurers, I think we can do a much better job of curbing um, fraud and abuse. What can, what can the healthcare industry reasonably expect the coalition to accomplish, and when do you think you'll see some tangible results? I think realistically what we'll see what we can see uh, accomplish is some level of working closer together, but it, there are hurdles. Um, you know, as a former prosecutor, I recognize that you may not want to share too much with others because you you may be working on a criminal case, and there are aspects of that case that you don't want to be out in the public until you're ready to indict someone. So that's a hurdle. That's an issue. On the other hand, uh, an area where I think we could work better together and and stop some of the bleeding before before too long is, for instance, government becomes aware of key TAM actions, which are basically whistleblower actions. If we can devise a way where private insurers can can learn of those actions in cases where we know there's going to be no criminal uh, aspect to the action, well, maybe we can slow the payments to, to some of these providers who have issues that we know aren't going to be criminal in nature, but we can deal with through process and through ways to reduce the amount of payments we're making while the government's investigating the KETAM actions. You know, that's just an example of something we could do and, and work together to do that would have a would have a significant impact to the payments that are going out in the system inappropriately. How quickly can we see something? I know the coalition is working toward some actions that have some impact. So hopefully we'll see something in, you know, the next 
I hate putting a number on it, but, you know, next several months, perhaps we'll see some results out of the coalition. How will WellPoint share best practices with the group? Well, that's just, we're, we're still working through some of those issues today. It looks like where we're headed is toward some level of de-identifying the information so that there are no privacy concerns and, and the like. But issue-driven matters will be shared so so that it's not it doesn't focus per se on a particular member or anything like that so that we can share it without some of the privacy concerns we're also looking at the coalition is work probably working through a third party who will obtain some of the data and ensure that it's it's de-identified in such a way that that it can be useful to what we're trying to accomplish, but at the same time ensure some of the privacy concerns are addressed. So, you know, that's that's an issue that the coalition is working through. I think we're feeling pretty good about, you know, having some solutions in place for that. Um, And WellPoint specifically, Again, you know, what we bring to the table is a mass of data, right? We we have 33 million members across the country approximately. So, you know, we have a, a lot of data that, once again, can help us identify outliers and issues of concern. If, if we do bring those issues to the, to the coalition, I think we'll, we'll start seeing some impact if we have other insurers working to do that and then the government coming in and and, and doing the same. I mean, it's, it's really a, a matter of working together to identify the issues, and, and I think, again, we can do that together better than separately. You mentioned uh, de-identified data. So coalition members, will they be sharing claims data? And if so, for what purposes? Um, and I, I, it sounds as though the the patient information will be kept confidential by the de-identification? Yeah, I think we're, we're probably going to see that it will be de-identified, be confidential. Again, these are, these are some of the issues, frankly, we're working through, so I'm not sure I have specific answers for you, but there will be process and protocol in place to ensure to ensure appropriate confidentiality while also ensuring that the, what is shared has some usefulness. So again, you know, if, if there's, for instance, uh, you know, if uh, Dr. X is prescription patterns are, are significantly different from what one would expect or Dr. X doesn't have many, patients don't have many uh, medical visits but have uh, significant prescriptions coming from him. I mean, we can share the, that issue, that concern, without delving into specific patient or member-based uh, data. I, I think that type of sharing of information will be helpful. Will members of the group be doing any co-development work or pilots together? I think that's possible. So I think we're we're early in the stages. I know we've had some discussions with an, another large payer about working on a pilot together, but I don't want to jump the gun and say 
definitely so or definitely not. It's certainly in, in the discussion stages. Thanks, Lee. I'm Marianne Kolbesik-McGee for Healthcare Info Security. Thanks for listening.